Hello, and Hi. welcome to the Verge Cast. Uh, Neilai is not here, but I am. What That's is, all you really need. What is this place? And uh, I have I have brought rookies with me. To my left is Lauren Grush. Hello, Grush, 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 Grush with a G. All right, uh, and to my right is Sean O'Kane. O'Kane, O'Kane, O'Kane with an O. O'Kane with an O. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, we have non-rookies with us as well. Uh, on Skype is Tom Warren. Hello. How's it going, Tom? I don't know if you can see me, but hello. I can see you. You're, you're, you're cool. waving your hands. You're, you're wearing Apple headphones, despite the fact that you're our Microsoft oh, expert. Quick, where's my mic? <laughs> Tom is coming to us from interrogation <laughs> cool. room number two. Yeah. Uh, Sam Sheffer. Yeah. Can you, uh, can you hype check Tom's uh, uh, interrogation room? I can't see it, so I'm going to oh. have to give it a zero. I have light. <laughs> zero. Oh, it's, appro- it's an appropriate hype check. Uh, Neelai is out this week. Um, I don't know, hanging out on a beach, sitting on a log. Typical Neelai. Thinking about log his life. Oh, like a worn out beach log? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is this the pun cast? This yeah. is the pun oh. cast. Man, we had some killer puns happen today. Puns have been running rampant. Uh, our producer, John Lagomarsino, wrote, wrote a story. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, he had three, no fewer than three cl- really good hear puns. Embedded puns. Yeah, embedded puns. And then, of there course, there was the giant all profile. That was pretty great. Which in itself managed had restraint without puns. But the rest of us... we Can, can I just say, we need so to much. take Josh Jezza and Michael Zlanko and everybody else who worked on that and remove them from the office. They've been sitting in that office all day. Yeah. Like following up to publishing that really great big feature. And they need to like get out and like see the world again <laughs> um, smile a bit all, all dressed up and no place to go is oh, my right. favorite all right. Yeah. I, right i like to imagine that neil is sitting on a beach writing article comments in the sand <laughs> 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 they just wash away every morning oh, can, wait, if, if anybody's listening that has photoshop open please photoshop iverge into oh, sand no. Do a, not. a stock shot of sand Get that Neil picture of him on the boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Uh, so today uh, we have Tom here so we can talk about Microsoft. And later we're going to talk about space because um, there's a lot of space stuff. So uh, the big news, Tom, why don't you give us the rundown? Like some crazy stuff happened. Yeah, not a lot happened this week. Uh, apart from <laughs> well, goodbye. Really? Worth of Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Microsoft wrote off their not. Nokia phone business acquisition um, to the tune of $7.6 billion. So quite a lot of money. Yeah, do you know what the original um, considering they acquisition cost? Right. Okay. So it, they originally paid so $7.2 billion yeah. and they're writing off seven point six, Which is probably because they used, I mean, I'm not a financial expert. Uh-huh. I used to work at a bank, but um, <laughs> it's probably because they used foreign cash and the... Um, the foreign exchange has probably changed within that year, so the the money is is, is has altered. That's what I'm guessing. So I mean, um, you're leading with the the seven point six billion. Plus, part, wasn't there like another eight hundred fifty million or seven hundred fifty million like expense yeah, cost that's, or that's something? The, the restructuring. Cost. Yeah, but like the yeah. bigger deal, at least in terms of I don't know human effects, is that they fired seventy eight thousand eight hundred people. Yeah. Wow. Which is a lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of those are from Finland. I was going right. to say, is that worldwide or is that U.S.? It's worldwide. There was like, there's like one town in Finland that had like 2,600 people laid off. Oh, okay. So that yeah, bar so is really think- crowded right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Finland was pissed off when Microsoft 
acquired Nokia's phone business, and yeah. they're probably not not so happy that half of a particular town has been decimated. But you know, it's a, that that's an unfortunate consequence of this kind of messy acquisition, really. But um, so yeah, so that's that's the core sort of details. But it's kind of like, what does that actually mean in the grand scheme of things? Um, so Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella put out a memo. Um, to the troops and you know, they put it on Microsoft.com and stuff. Um, it doesn't really say a lot. It says some things, but it's kind of very vague about the future. Yeah, like but it's super does, vague. Yeah, it's very super vague in all places. Um, but like kind of digging into it, the key the key thing to like the takeaway is they're going to focus on business stuff. And they say that it's a hardware, a combination, their strengths are a combination of software and hardware. Yeah. But they don't specifically say that they're going to make a business phone. Um, well, just so they're going to give them. Yeah, I just want to read yeah. what he wrote because we've been yeah, doing a lot of yeah. tea leaf reading based on this. So he, he says, uh, I am committed to our first party devices, including phones. However, we need to focus our phone efforts, uh, near term, blah, 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 blah. Uh, near term, more, blah, blah, blah. We'll run a more effective phone portfolio. Blah, 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 blah. We'll bring business customers the best management, security, and productivity experiences they need, value phone customers, communication services they want, and Windows fans the flagship devices they'll love. What, does yeah. that mean like there's going to be three three models of phones they're going to make? Is there going to be one? I mean, that's. I think Bloomberg reported that there'd be one to two phones in each of those segments, so business, value, and flagship. Um, right. I don't. That that seems prob- that seems probable, but I think it's more likely to be one or two phones a year um, for right. for two years and see how we go, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that's that's the sort of gist of it, and and essentially that brings the so Microsoft controls over ninety percent. If you believe some people, it's ninety seven percent of the Windows Phone market um, right. of the actual shipments of those devices. Um, so that's a, that's that's a lot. I don't know, man. Um, I just got an much- LG Lancet review unit sent to me. It's. Uh- it's, I should have brought it on it's the cast. Sweet. It's pretty small. It's pretty sweet. Pretty cute. Have, I, has, have either of you ever used a Windows phone? No. Not longer than a few minutes. Right. At then trade shows. There's the whole problem. <laughs> well, what, I, as someone who hasn't used Windows phones a lot and has spent nearly a decade away from Windows as an operating system, like what confuses me here is we've watched 2015 be like a year of Microsoft. You right. know, they had this really crazy... PR push and uh, like a lot of announcements after CES, we were writing articles about how Microsoft is ready to be loved again. And then they had a pretty good MWC. They were very visible there and they've got a whole bunch of new stuff coming. And so what, where does this fit in? Like, it feels like a, feels like a stone that just got dropped. It, it, it feels like the remnants of Steve Ballmer. Um, right. Okay. Because if you believe some stories, Nadella initially opposed this, Transaction, um, and I—I I mean, it's pretty clear from what he's done this week that he, he opposed it um, or opposes it. So it feels like a leftover. It was like Steve Warner's last. Like, let's do devices and services. Let's buy Nokia and its mapping business. And the board said, "Well, you can have the phone business, but we don't want the mapping business." And that's kind of how it how it ended. Um, and I don't know. Like, I, I feel like they didn't really have much choice back then, anyway. Um, if Nokia were going to move towards Android, so it's kind of like they're in a they're in a sticky situation. And they always kind of seem to be with Windows Phone anyway. Um, but where does it where does it leave it? I 
Well, so my big question is, where does it leave it in terms of Microsoft's ability to straight up make phones? 8,000 people is a lot of people. Um, you know, yeah. at its height, I know Palm had like 10, maybe 12, and towards the end it was way, way, way smaller. But it still requires lots of humans who know how to make things. And they have to make the software, and they have to make the hardware, and they have to design the hardware. And it has to not suck. Um, yeah. Do you think Microsoft is capable of making good phones right now? I think that I mean they've obviously got uh, good experience with the Surface stuff like that. That was pretty rough to begin with, but right. it's, it's progressed. Um, if they could transfer that and they've kept like the key talent on the phone side, then they should be okay for the flagships. I would be interested to see if these value phones or however they shake out, if they actually end up with Microsoft fully designing them and manufacturing them, and it's not just a partner like Foxconn just producing it and Microsoft labels it. Right. Um, which is kind of what Nokia is doing with its tablet and the potential future phone next year. Um, and that would that would seem like a, probably a wise thing to do if they're going to do sort of budget handsets and they don't have to invest so much money in that. Right. But So here's my question about the budget. Like, So we've seen uh, Google try and make Android One budget handsets and they haven't gotten quite as cheap as a bunch of other people have been able to make Android phones. Mm-hmm. But... What they have done a pretty good job of is going to like random phone manufacturers using random chips that are super low end that are nevertheless capable of running Android, like you know yeah. MediaTek, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, yeah. So the next version of, of Windows, Windows Ten, running on a phone, like doesn't that require quite a bit of juice? Like, what does Windows Ten on a phone look like right now? Well, at the moment, it's pretty rough. Um, it's in preview. It's supposed to be debuting like sort of September, October time um, with a couple of new devices. Um, but it's pretty rough, even especially on low end devices. Actually, right. which is unusual because usually really when you good. use a Windows phone, it's the same experience pretty much from the the high end to the low end. Obviously, there's a little bit of speed changes and stuff, but for the most part, it's pretty it's pretty solid experience. But from my testing of like low end devices, mid range and and the high end ones, it's pretty it's pretty significant difference at the moment. That that is beta software, so who knows? But um, I've never seen Windows Phone in such a, a rough state, even through all the the betas previously. So that might be slightly to do with the fact that it's all out in the public now and everyone's getting to test it. Right. But it seems it seems rather rough for the for for having something that's going to need to ship on phones in like three or four months time all right most depressing hype check ever right now at this moment <laughs> windows phone <laughs> sam's face <laughs> he can't even bring himself <laughs> was there ever hype around windows phone yeah of oh. course there was come on yeah no not for you years you can't tell me it. back in the early no, metro days for years. i well, mean i remember years. i remember back at like Engadget when they Dude. announced windows phone like when they redesigned it and it was all metroed out that was exciting and then there was like the dell streak and the dell venue and I was like, do not or, tell me that the Lumia 920. Yeah, <clears throat> that yeah. was probably the peak of its hype. I would say now it's like a, a two, three. It's just like people are crying out for a Snapchat app. Like that's that's it for, for in Windows the night. 10. Because yeah. they just haven't done a good flagship phone. They've never done a com- like a competitive phone that's competed against the iPhone or like one of the top Androids. It's, it's always come just before, but it's never been quite as good as what, as what came a month later. Well, and I right. think a lot uh, of people. A lot of people really loved, like, back when, oh, live tiles are new. Everybody really liked that idea because yeah. that was when everybody was trying to serve up information sort of at a glance for the first time. And well, just like, mm, well, you know, well, yeah. well, I will say that widgets on Android have always been, since their inception, like, just an ugly, horrible failure. And right. so well, live tiles are like a nice version of that. But there was no app ecosystem to back it up. Right. Which um, there still isn't. Right. 
It's definitely been influential, though, in, in terms of design. Yeah, yeah. the flat sure. design. Because iOS and the material design and stuff has, has definitely taken stuff from the Metro design. What I'm just realizing just is there, there must be like product placement people that work at Microsoft, or maybe they don't work there anymore, who must be really, really mad because every Lumia phone has shown up in like, like TV shows, movies. They have like crazy product placement for all these phones that... Yeah, it's actually kind of insane abandoned. how good it's been. Like, yeah. do they? Why? I mean, does, does nobody else care to place product? I mean, Apple wouldn't pay to pay, place products, but they, don't they? All I don't know, but all all you ever see anybody use on TV is a Windows phone, yeah. which kind of takes you out of the reality, right? Right. Well, that's <laughs> exactly. it's not actually yeah. like oh, I'm definitely watching something. That's I mean, part of. That. I mean, Apple stuff shows up in these TVs and TV shows and movies, but it's typically done more subtle. Because yeah. are they like they put the sticker? Whereas on. whereas like a, a Lumia phone shows up on Parks and Recreation and it the shot like starts on it and then they zoom out. And right. Like oh <laughs> okay I get it I'm supposed to buy that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I that seems I, so strange. I think to Apple's me. product placement works in a, a way that they actually just give the devices to people. Right. Sure. Like, or, or like <laughs> yes. they just have them sitting they around because they work in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like in yeah. My it's like hand. GoPro or like any other ubiquitous kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tom. So, like, yeah. what's what's next? You were a big long thing. Did Microsoft give up on Windows Phone? Like, what's happening now? Like, what do you actually think is going to happen? Well, can you answer that question? Right, you wrote well, that headline. Yeah. Are they have they given up? Well, I think they gave up on it a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> sneaky. Like, I, I don't think they ever really invested in it enough to take it too seriously. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I mean, the, the the thing with Windows Phone over the years, Windows Phone Seven came, and then then it was like Windows Phone Eight reset everything and then windows phone 8.1 was supposed to save the day and then windows 10 was supposed to save. it's like a long list of waiting and waiting for them to reset and change things and revamp things and it's never really been a mobile operating system that's matured um it, it never really got the features quick enough 8.1 kind of got got them to a good level mm-hmm. um but then everyone else just jumped in front at apple announcing you know like they're sharing stuff and yeah touch id and wh- whatever you all the various features of android and stuff there's always they've always been ahead um and they never really caught up and they never really matured the os so i don't think they ever really invested enough into the software um to be honest and you can see that at the moment because um windows 10 shipping the end of the month on desktop PCs and it's not shipping on mobiles. Right. Until, well, we don't know when it's shipping. We only know, we're only thinking at the end of the year. But, wow. So they could very well think. just delay it again and then maybe just never even do it. Well, so that's my question. I mean, it, it, it should speed up because everyone who's working on Windows 10 should move across to the mobile side. Right. But so, I, I don't know whether, I don't know. Okay, so here's my here's my question. I'm gonna ask you, Lauren, because you're you're a nerd, but you're not like a super gadget nerd. No. Nope. Can you give me, as someone who's not like enmeshed in the politics and the the strategies of how Microsoft works, can you give me a single good reason why Microsoft has to make a phone? Why why does why didn't they just kill it completely? Why is it still? Oh yeah, no, we're still in it, guys. <laughs> no, because. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, it's I just it's either Android or or iPhone for me. Right. That's like all I hear about and all like I care about. So I don't see why anyone would try to compete with that at this point. But what, what do they get by pretending that they're gonna that? Or maybe not pretending, but by saying, "Yeah, no, we're we're still gonna make some phones. We're gonna make some business phones. We'll make some flagship phones." Like, they're, what do they get? They're peddling hope. It has yeah, to have something hope different. For the people that already have them. Yeah. 
there's there's I guess there's still there's still a small what do you think? How, how many uh, how many active Windows Phone users do you think there are, Tom? Half a million, one million across in in the entire no, world. Yeah, it's way more than that. Yeah, it's way more it's than probably, that. Like way more than that. Five, ten million, something like that. Yeah, up. So they can't just completely cut. <sighs> yeah, that would be really foolish. Like Tom said, they should just make the phone, do the thing. I, I say this all the well, time. What like, they well, should do is just make a really nice phone. Yeah. And also, they but should they make could. a really nice laptop. But then OEMs <laughs> would get pissed at them. But oh, I, I say this a lot. But yeah, that's a really, really I mean, good idea. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to make they're going to make really nice flagship phones. And the people that really care about Windows and want Windows across everything uh, will buy. Uh, um, they'll, they'll make money. So I'm sorry to to interrupt, Tom. Um, yeah, something's happening over at the hype desk. I don't yeah, know what? what is going on. Does this happen every episode? Uh, no, no uh, guest star. I mean, I watch. <laughs> Uh, uh, and what 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 is happening over Becky's here? At Be- Becky's at the hype seat. Oh now. yeah, Hi, you guys sharing the hype seat. Hi Becky. Just sharing. Yeah, she's the office manager at Verge. She's the office. best. Yeah. Be- Becky sends the best emails of anybody yeah. on the staff. Yeah, they're aggressive, and she doesn't look back. They're aggressive <laughs> and they're funny. Yeah, she doesn't look back. No regrets. Becky, what could Microsoft do to get you to buy a Windows phone? <laughs> what could Microsoft get me to do? Buy what? A Windows phone. A Windows. Do you know what a Windows phone is? <laughs> yeah, do you even know what that is? <laughs> Yikes. A Windows phone. Um, what could they they could take Windows off of it? Wow. <laughs> um, Ouch. They could This is why um, she's the best at you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they could um make some puns in their in their advertising. That would uh-huh. entice me to maybe support them. Right. John? <laughs> <laughs> Where is our Windows puns, John? So so when 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 I don't know when when Apple closes the door, Microsoft opens the Windows yeah, phone. Some, something like, like that. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, maybe when Nokia maybe closes like the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, Nokia. Yeah, yeah maybe they nothing. also need a better icon. Yeah, Ooh, really? Wow. Oh yeah. They just invested a lot of money into That's redesigning a that too. Icon. Yeah. I think it's really. Squares. Yeah. I miss the old one. Make me a Windows phone with the, the wavy one? with the wavy window on the back of it. Oh God. Now no. I'm in. I mean, they like, were square before, and I'll pick that up in the store. Now they're squares. Squares, but in a parallel, in a, it's a parallelogram, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's not all parallel. The the four sides aren't parallel. So they just need like shapes. A rhombus. They like having shapes together. It's a just quadrangle. Say, I just wanted to say quadrangle. rhombus. Very no. basically well, designed quadrangle. So you're here. You need to hype check something. Since you're in the hype. Oh, okay. Seat. Yeah. Great. What can I hype check? Uh, I don't know. It's up to Sam. Oh, Sam. Since you've what supplanted can I, what him. What can I hype check for you? Hype check your hype seat takeover. Hype. <laughs> hype. Super hype. Thanks, Sam. It was, it was really okay. fun sh- sharing your seat. I'm also going to share this with you. Okay. Too. She's <laughs> taking his beer. That's, um, there's nothing better than watching Sam have his moment taken from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I'll, sh- I'll share the wealth. Bye, Becky. Bye. <laughs> okay, but seriously, Tom, are they? Are they? Are they? Do you really think they're going to make the flagship phone that you're hoping for? And if so, like. Like the but whole strategy is confusing. Like, where, where are the apps going to come? The apps are supposed to come from like Windows desktop app makers instead of see, trying see, to convince the mobile flagship makers. Phone that I would that I would love is running Windows Phone runs yeah. iOS apps and has all the customization of Android, but no one wow. can and will yeah. be able to do that. Because um, Windows Phone is a base OS is great. Yeah, um, but it's easier to port over iOS apps now, mm. and it's easy to run Android apps basically. So, like in theory, they'll like they'll they'll make a phone that'll just take anything anybody makes. Screw it. So that seems like a beautiful dream that'll never fail because right once run anywhere is always perfect, right? Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I want. I, mean, I, I don't know. 
I don't know what's going to happen with all that stuff because they announced all that build and now they've announced. It seems like a weird time to announce that they're writing off their, their Nokia acquisition right. and you know paring down all their, their phones because it's kind of like Windows 10 Mobile isn't out yet. Right. And we're kind of we're getting to the point where they're like, this is our vision for phones and PCs. And they're like, now they're just kind of, I don't know, going back on it, I guess. Yeah, so either they're consigning themselves to the desktop. Right. So, are, but are we supposed to believe that, like, actually, they could have been making phones this whole time, and then they don't, they didn't ever really need Nokia, and so now they're just like firing all those people and and writing off all that money because, like, oh, it turns out that uh, you know we we could have just been doing this the whole time, and now we're gonna, or or are they are they lying to us and they're not actually going to do anything serious with the phone, but they just are afraid to come out and say it? Yeah, well, I think I think a lot of the the acquisition was like the boomer stuff, so he thought. That they could do all the devices and services and do the whole thing. Be an Apple, be a Google, be a Microsoft. Um, but I think Nadella is more realistic in in the company's vision. Is like going up against Apple is not going to work. Um, going up against Google in certain areas is not going to work. And I think also part of like the me- part of that memo is really interesting because um, Nadella's talks about the phone stuff and that's what everyone's focused on but if you look at it more broadly over the last month he's actually killed off their ad business right he's killed off their mapping business yep um and now he's killing off their phone business the only thing that he needs to do next is kill off their search business and then they're not competing directly with with google anymore right and then which is kind of um it's a kind of a weird like why like this is a weird situation of if you look at the businesses that they're they're pulling back away from, is is stuff that Google dominates, and right. that they obviously don't feel like they can compete. Um, I don't I don't think that they'd kill off the search business, but it's just it's an interesting thing going on. I don't know whether there's any potential partnership with Google and Microsoft on the horizon, or that would be wild. Something crazy <laughs> like that. It'd be wild, but if you just look at the moves, they're very interesting, and the fact that Nadella is removing. The, the blocks of like the friction points between Microsoft and Google hmm. phone phone being a big one search right. obviously being one but it's not one that really Google needs to worry about well, I think Google's um, happy they, that Bing exists right they can, they can yeah say it keeps the regulators away and, yeah, yeah yeah but um, the ad business and phone and mapping and stuff like it all it all takes away because Microsoft can strike a deal that says, you know, we'll get YouTube on their maps. And right. this is all very speculative, but right. it's just, it's an interesting twist to, to note that when he's reorganizing and strategy for a new financial year, those are the things that are sort of taking the backseat. All right. Last question. Windows 10. Is it going to, is it, is it going to do better than Windows 8? Oh yeah, for sure. Is it going to um, be good enough to be like, oh, just, Hey, Microsoft is back. Hooray. Yeah, it's just way better. It's just more coherent. Like you pick it up and it feels like Windows Seven, but a lot fresher and modern stuff. Um, there's some cool features in there. You can stream your Xbox games to it. You know, all that sort of stuff. Um, they've done. I think they've done a pretty good job on it. The only thing I am worried about with it is that it's just a work in progress. Um, right. It's a little bit rough around the edges um, on occasions, and they, even they, now, it kind of feels like still, huh? even still now, rough. Uh... It kind of feels like instead of quality, they're rushing for a particular date, which uh-huh. is kind of in the Sonofsky era, it was more driven by quality, I'd like to think. Right. Uh, whereas now it does seem like they're like, we need to hit back to school, we need to hit a holiday and stuff, which is, hmm. they do. Yeah. Um, but I guess they re- re-engineered the whole of Windows so that they will have regular updates, so it shouldn't be as noticeable as previous versions. Do you feel like... But I think it's going to... 
Do you feel like Nadella so, hyper-focusing can make that happen then? I mean, do you, do you think he's doing the right thing to be able to make it work the right way it should yeah, when it does come out? I think it's going to be, it's going to end up, it's going to shake out as basically Chrome where it just updates and you don't even realize it's updated. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it just, you know, that, that that's the way that Windows, that's the future of Windows. Um, it's going to go through a bumpy six months, I think, just because some systems are going to have driver issues and stuff like that. But I think the end result is going to be a lot, a lot better version of Windows. It's a lot more usable now. So, yeah. All right, Tom, I'm going to let you go. I have, I have to go into the All money right. zone, but thank you so much. Thank you. I, I have no jokes to Bye. leave you with. Bye, Tom. Bye, Tom. Bye, Tom. Bye, Tom. All right. Bye. Now it's time for the ching. Sam, do you need a new mattress? Yeah. Yeah, but I bet you hate mattress shopping. Yeah. So I need to tell you and everybody about this uh, new online mattress company. It's called Lisa. Uh, They're like Tom's shoes, but for mattresses. Now, the insanely cool Lisa mattress is sold exclusively online. You can't get it in a store. It ships compressed to your door for free, so you take it out of the box and poof, it explodes into a full-size mattress. Sounds exciting. Maybe it doesn't explode. We'll say it expands. Um, and it has three unique foam layers for cooling and supportive sleep. So it keeps you cool because it's hot out, especially in New York. I need that right now. And it smells. Lisa gives you 100 nights to try your mattress risk-free. And for every 10 mattresses that they sell, they donate one to a shelter, which is pretty great. So go ahead and go to their website and go to leesa.com slash vergecast and you'll get 75 bucks off your purchase. That's 75 off your mattress at leesa.com slash vergecast. What kind of mattresses did they use in space? Oh, oh, that's where memory foam came from. It was one of those things that they developed for space. And then now we Seriously? have it here on Earth. Yeah, it's like one of those. Yeah. It's like I, it's like uh, it's like Tang, even though Tang, I think, isn't really one of those things that they develop right, for yeah. space. That, but yeah, or Velcro wasn't Velcro. Sure. Velcro was. Anything yeah. amazing yeah. was developed <laughs> yeah. on the International Space Station. It's actually, <laughs> there's a really funny, there was a conference this week uh, about the International Space Station, Space Station, and at a panel, someone was asked what, you know, what's the reason for doing this? And there was just silence. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. it's like, you, oh, it, no. was, I mean, it was all these NASA people, and it's, you know they had... It was just one of those things where I think everybody hesitated. No, but it's, it's like, just like the, the, it's just the worst no, like, thing. What's the, the reason for doing this? And they're up there like, oh shit! They no, they were definitely no. They had to gather their thoughts because everything they say is like totally taken it's, yeah, it's apart. Also loaded, so they're yeah. just like, okay, how do right. I answer this question? But, but and it was the first, and not piss people off. And it was the first panel after Musk, uh, right. Elon Musk was interviewed, yeah. so you, they knew a lot of eyeballs were on. <laughs> but what if for real, like they all actually like think they've pulled one over on us and like we've paid them to go do insanely cool <laughs> space stuff and so like oh no they've thought it through well we're at a really weird point right now because i think a lot of i think you're seeing more nasa people and just more people in the space industry in general willing to admit that like while the science being done up there is amazing it you know it's it's really hard to pin down what we get from it sometimes but there are you know you see these reports it's like oh 14 for every dollar spent up there we get back right. and you know like there's reason to believe but we're coming to the point where the international space station can only last until 2024 uh and they still haven't i don't think finally extended it that far right wait what was that international space station it's it can last till 2024 i don't know if they've actually extended it oh yeah officially. i'm not sure exactly. but like there's no real plan 
of what they want to do after that. I think, so. Well, okay, the problem is a marketing problem because nobody really <laughs> talks about it's true. what we can do with space. It's just like what we are doing yeah, with what it. What do I get? Okay, yeah. uh, but all we're doing, like all I, like we're doing experiments up there. Like, oh, we're going to test this in zero G and we're going to test, like I don't, like the frogs made in zero G. What happens to the development of ANOVA in zero G? What happens to, uh, all my all my experiments are like sex and reproduction based. <laughs> but like, is it really that important to do all this stuff in zero Sometimes, G? Sometimes, yeah. So one big thing is protein crystal formation, which okay. is like used for drugs, developing drugs. It since there's no gravity up there, it can form much more like full in space. Okay, sure. So there's stuff like that, and actually, there's a whole branch of of uh, the International Space Station called CASIS. I can't remember what what it stands for at the moment, but that's their job is to market to companies about why they should do their research in space because there are a lot of different benefits of not having gravity up there. Um, but that, I, I think that for now is just kind of like, that's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's, it's fun and it's exciting, but yeah. it's not like, doesn't have a huge long-term benefit. Um, but there are long-term benefits of space exploration that I don't think people focus on quite a lot. And and that's really where I think NASA should be focusing and be like, how can we make money from sending rockets into space? That's it. Like we, that, that's the long-term benefit is we can make bank. I think, well, space. I mean, how else do we get people to care? Yeah. I mean, this is a, this <laughs> I mean, is a battle. This is a battle. NASA fights daily, yeah. hourly, uh, even Congress is, you know, you have representatives who are saying, why are you, in charge of doing earth science when you're NASA, you should be doing space. Ted Cruz wants to only focus them on space and you're just, they're in the best position to study the earth in a lot of ways. And you know, it's like they fight this battle on every single front. Hmm. Yeah. So I think they're kind of tired of it. sometimes. (laughs) Hype check space, space profit and people saying, why are we in space? No. (laughs) Hype check space profit, space profit. Yeah. Space profit, making money off space. Hype check it. I don't think the point of going to space is to make money. That's what I'm saying. It's not, yeah. but that's it, how you get people to care about it. It's the easiest it. way to, to convince people, yeah. And sadly. there are some cool, there are some interesting ways, like um, Internet from Space is a good one. Uh, and then uh, there's some ideas of how we can get energy, maybe like a solar farm in space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asteroid um, mining. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff, but it's just not marketed well. And I think that is yeah. really... One I mean, of I think, big problems. I think the needle's moving and has moved a lot in the last couple of years anyways. Way more people are interested in it, the general idea now right. than okay. were like five or six and years ago. And this is because of SpaceX, right? Uh, it's a couple things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, SpaceX is definitely very much part of that. But I think it's just... It's yeah, easy, no, it's it's easy like to the, rag on NASA, but like NASA's done a lot of really good stuff too that like people have gotten behind. Like you look at the Curiosity rover, and that yeah. had more attention than a lot of national and international events that I, are more entertainment focused. My my parents will get upset, but I think a lot of it also has to do with like the cancellation of the shuttle is because now we're thinking, well, what are we doing? Like it's it's a very barren wasteland at the right. moment in terms of what NASA's working on. Right. So that's kind of reminding people like, oh, hey, aren't we supposed to be like the number one mm-hmm. nation for space travel? And we're not really. Do you want to tell the people why your parents are mad? Oh, um, my parents are former NASA engineers. Okay. <laughs> and they worked on now shuttle re- for quite a while. Now long they're time. retired living off that sweet, sweet NASA that, coin. That NASA pension. Yeah. Is like that funded their pool. <laughs> okay, so I want you here to explain this to me, uh, like I'm super dumb. And there's like a lot to talk about with SpaceX trying to, you know, reland the rocket, and it failed. And like it's been the, a busy the, couple weeks. The reaction yeah. to that, uh, you had great stories about like people are like not having quite the right attitude. But so here's my really dumb question. <laughs> 
the shuttle was a thing that we put into space and then took out of space, and we had some horrific tragedies with it. But we had a thing that, you know, we put into space, we took it out of space. Why don't we... What, what's wrong with that sort of model that we're like, no, we need to like put a rocket up and then bring that same rocket vertically back down? It's politics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot of things, but, you know, I think one of the main, you know, catalysts for the cancellation of the shuttle program mm-hmm. was the the last disaster. It definitely, it spurred things into motion. Right. And then, you know, Bush came in and was like, oh, we should go back to the moon with the constellation program. And then Obama came in and was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go to the Mars and an asteroid instead. And then this weird hybrid thing happened to form their new launch vehicle. So it's, it's, that's kind of one of the main issues with NASA is you have a lot of good people there, but they're mm. all kind of at the whims of the, each administration. And that's, that's the main problem of government. But is, is a, is a shuttle type thing with like, wings and it lands like an airplane the best way to land a space vehicle well so i mean the shuttle that's basically it was good that it was reusable but that was basically just a big bigger version of the thing that sits on top of a rocket and so it's good to land that sure but we can recover some of those capsules anyways landing a rocket itself really the engine and the aeronautics and everything inside that uh, but the fuel stage as well is what where the value really comes in because okay. it's that stuff that you you just lose every time, yeah. right? And that's kind of the criticism of I mean, there's a lot of opinions about the new the space launch system, which is basically it looks like a huge Apollo rocket. Okay, um, it's what's supposed to take us to Mars, and and but it looks completely different from the shuttle. It's it's basically like. A large heavy lift vehicle. Yeah. Right, it's a big ass with rocket. That it's tiny, a big ass rocket. With yeah. that tiny little Orion spacecraft that got tested last year, right. that NASA built on top of it. Um, but that's so. You just talked about how like the government can get in these weird sort of swings, and that affects NASA, which is why we've ended up with so space. It's nice to see NASA, you know, building a new thing. Yeah, they they have a plan. They want to well, plan. They want to go to Mars by like the twenty thirties ish. You know, maybe. And so they're like, okay, we're going to go build this By the thing way, in the meantime. By the way, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I do not believe anybody when they say they want to go to Mars. They, everybody says it's the easiest thing <laughs> it's, to say. You, it's, it's so easy it, to say. It requires a lot of suspension and of people, disbelief. Yeah. People think it's just a matter of going there, setting up shop and having like oxygen and, and that's it. Yeah. You know, but it's there's so much more to it than that. It's how do you sustain yourself on there? And just yeah. even getting to Mars is so complicated. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, like all those questions like how do you survive and sustain on Mars? Like I think that's incredibly interesting. I just I, I think that whenever anybody says, hey, we're going to Mars, they're lying through their teeth. I just, they're just not, it just yeah. doesn't illustrate the, the scope involved. You know, it's, it's so many different factors and, yeah. and the technologies they're, they're there, but they haven't been tested for space yet, mm-hmm. you know? So, and that's, a, that's huge. Like you have to miniaturize everything. So maybe we have ways of, you know, uh, stripping oxygen from the atmosphere, but how do we put that on a spaceship? That's, that's huge. The thing is, it's always going to seem really impossible to believe until we get a little bit closer to it. So it's like for, for that big question of it, it's like, we kind of have to suspend it while we talk about the little stuff in the meantime. Yeah. But in the meantime, we're going to have four more presidential administrations between now and then. Well, that's why it's so, (laughs) yeah, exactly. No, (laughs) that's that's, why it's so important that we have private space flight now. Okay. And why we're watching with bated breath every time one of these companies launches something into space and we, you know, if you're, if you're rooting for this whole idea to keep going, you hope that they are going to make it safely. Right. And for the most part they had up until the last year. 
yeah. last seven it's or eight months. It's just tough because, you know, Musk talks about going to Mars too. And yeah. so it's like, I don't believe him either. <laughs> like, I want to believe, I want, I want us to get to Mars, of course. But yeah, we have the government's problem of, you know, rotating administrations. And then, I mean, it's just going to take a lot more money and, and, you know, a workforce than Elon Musk has at the moment to really right. do what needs to be done to get to Mars. So maybe some kind of hybrid effort. I see something like that in the future for if we are ever to get to Mars. It would be a very big collaboration. Sam, hype check Mars. Why haven't we been back to the moon? Oh my God, that's a great question. All right. Well, that was, the wor- that was like the most passive aggressive <laughs> hateful hype check ever. <laughs> it's like, it's politics. I'm ignoring your hype check. Your hype checks have politics. sucked this entire podcast. I'm just going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. That was my, <laughs> it was my counter, counter check. Counter, uh, counter, counter hype check. Counter check. Well, I mean, the only reason we went there in the first place and the, or went into space in the first place was because we were afraid the, Russia was yeah. going to yeah. do it first. And, and yeah. now there's not, you know, we don't have that impetus driving us forward. It disappeared a long time ago. And that's why we stopped going for anything. It would uh, help. It would help. There are, there are help. What it, it, to go now, <laughs> the, the reason everybody's so focused on Mars is because to go back to the moon now would take, you know, another 10 or 20 years, which is no, come on. Yeah. It took us Wait, 10 years to get to the first... To like, go back to the moon? Yeah. No, no, no. Ten. That's not true. <laughs> it's, it is very possible to use existing launch vehicles like the Atlas V or oh, the Delta IV to get to the moon right now. Right. To get there and like set up shop in yeah. a way that people talk about. Oh, like if you're going to go shop, back to the moon, like set up a base. Yeah. But the point but, but, is we're just not, you know, using our efforts to do that right now. Right. No, no, no. But the, the point is uh, what I'm asking is why would we want to? Like what's on the moon that's cool? Well... The moon's worth a lot of money. Yeah, that's the other thing is NASA doesn't really advertise. Uh, like you can mine the moon. Seriously, you can mine the it's moon. worth trillions okay. of dollars. There, yeah. There's some complicated way of kind of like trapping radiation that comes from the sun, another energy form of energy okay. production. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is think about how people colonized the Earth. You know, like let's say you want to go to some place further or farther. You you go to someplace closer first, uh-huh. set up shop there, and mm-hmm. then move on from there. That's kind of the idea is how are we going to know how to set up a colony on Mars before we try it somewhere first, you know? Right. Like, we should think of the the normal way we colonize the Earth to, to do that in space. Just less killing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be real. Well, there's no aliens up there, so... Yeah. You know, well, I mean, you say. That, yeah. But, but I think people are so focused on Mars because you're, it, it, it's like a lot of people don't see a reason to go to the moon because they don't have that sort of specter of, Oh, we could potentially live there someday, like as a colony. Yeah. And so everybody's like, well, we, if we're going to go back to the moon, why don't we just go to Mars? It's like a, it, yeah, but that's it's like a, a motivator I just in a really weird way. That. I, don't agree, I don't really agree with it either. But that's why <laughs> well, we're so it, focused it was on like Mars. When, when Obama like announced that we were going to go to Mars and an asteroid, he was like, why would we go back to the moon? We've already been there. Right. <laughs> and I was like, that's crazy. such a terrible Because it way. never happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, right. no. no. If we had kept going there, it would totally make sense to invest a lot in it. But it's just like, it's kind of like when you, when you don't do that paper and then you like write it the last minute before it's due, it's like we, we all of a sudden, everybody got interested in space again. And it was like, Oh, we can't just go back to the moon. We got to go bigger than that. Yeah. I got to write like five more pages on it <laughs> and make it look like it was really good. Oh my God. That's so true. Like, okay. <laughs> we got to talk about SpaceX for real and about this, oh, this yeah, crash. Yeah. But before we do, I want to tell you about our other sponsor of the verge cast today. Zero. That's spelled X-E-R-O. It's a a beautiful set of accounting software, but 
It's on the web. It help, it's built to help small businesses be more productive and successful. It is easy to use. You can send invoices, online quotes to your customers, pay your employees, and manage your cash flow. It's in the cloud, so you can manage it uh, anywhere when you're on the go. It does the exact same thing that desktop accounting software does, but you don't need a desktop. You can do it on your phone. So, for example, if you're out working and traveling, say you're out on the beach, sitting on a log, drinking a Coors Light, and not on the Vergecast, like (laughs) Neelai Patel, um, you could still get uh, your invoices filed, which is pretty exciting. So, you want to try it, obviously, because sitting on a beach, drinking a Coors Light, and doing some uh, invoicing sounds like a ton of fun. There's a 30-day free trial at zero.com slash podcasts. That is X-E-R-O dot com slash podcasts. Zero. It's beautiful accounting software built to help small businesses be more productive and successful. Sign up for that 30-day free trial today. Zero.com slash podcasts. It's my favorite website to go to when I forget to type out all of Xerox.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a good one. It's good. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, SpaceX. Okay. So the thing that they've been doing is trying to prove that they could reuse a rocket. Yeah. And they've got a bunch of different kinds of rockets now or two. Uh, they're really, I mean, they're really just using the Falcon 9 at the moment. So it's the Falcon yeah. 9. That's yeah. all they're using. So, and the idea is that the thing gets up into space, hooray, and then it needs to like just come straight back down like a rocket in reverse. Yeah, so... But they want to land it on a floating platform because landing it on the land is too simple. Yeah, so whenever... (laughs) whenever Well, it's it's less risky. Yeah. If you're going to try and land it even at like a spaceport, one slight miscalculation, all of a sudden that thing just went 300 miles north of your spaceport and now it's over... There's a lot more nothing in the ocean than there is in like Texas. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's huge because right now when you launch a rocket, that's it. You're just setting that rocket up and it's not, it doesn't go recovered when you're done with it. So right. if he's able to do this and then use that rocket body to go for mm-hmm. another launch, that's, that's never been done before. So again, I have really dumb questions. Why not just strap a big ass parachute to it or like five? <laughs> oh, why not, why not that's have giant inflatable, yeah. inflatable things that, that blow up around it. Like they did when they landed the thing on Mars and just have it crash down into the ocean. And then all the inflatable balloons like shrink down and then they rockets back. Like why do we need to like, is it cause it's cooler to just land the rocket vertically? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> speed, speed and weight are big. Yeah. Okay. Speed and weight. Um, but that's funny that you say that because there are designs. Yeah. So, SpaceX okay. isn't the only one talking about reusing rockets. Okay. And ULA has a plan, which is kind of sketchy, and we don't really not know much about it. But ULA is Boeing and um, Lockheed. Lockheed Martin. And uh, they, they're designing their next rocket called Vulcan. And mm-hmm. that has some elements where parts of the rocket would come down use a parachute and then helicopters would swoop in no. and yeah. no. Michael, Michael no. Bay, they need to get Michael Bay on board with this. Cause it's actually a really crazy idea. It's literally a cartoon drawing right now. Though. Yeah. That's all this we rocket know about isn't, it. This rocket's not going to launch until the end of the decade, maybe in the 2020s. And it, they're only talking about recovering the, the engine and the aeronautics at the bottom. They're not recovering the big uh, fuel oh, stage. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's literally, it's doing kind of what you were saying. It, it, has a parachute that will come out, yeah. save that really bottom cap of the uh-huh. engine, every, everything, and while that's floating down, a helicopter literally swoops in <laughs> and catches and, it midair. Me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you this. It's picture basically Sam, like the plot of a James Bond movie. You've not been excited about hype checks all day, but tell me that you cannot be hype about a helicopter catching a rocket midair on its way down back to Earth. Vid or didn't happen. 
Well, I mean, oh, it's, it's just a concept. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, you, so can, this is, you can you can hype check like ephemeral theories? concepts. That's the can whole you hype check a theory. The whole point of <laughs> hype is that it's, you're you're measuring the value of a thing that doesn't exist. Hype no, is no, no. thing. You can't touch hype. <laughs> you can't feel hype. Have you ever shaken you my hand, Dieter? You cannot eat hype. Oh, you can't put it on your body. You can't remind me never to. You can't smell it. <laughs> you can't hear it. It's a it's a thing that imbues all of us. It's in the air. It's everywhere. It's untouchable. It's unseeable. It's unknowable. And yet you can still put a number on it. You that should, is the point of the hype check. You should do marketing. So Tell for me, NASA. Hype check yeah. a helicopter catching a rocket descending from space. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Oh, there you, you really you you are in that one. That was an epic epic monologue. That was here. amazing. I would love to put some, some dramatic music behind that uh-huh. and play that while I go to sleep at night. <laughs> All right, and then get and then get Shia LaBeouf to ramp it up further. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Okay, so, so this is the whole rocket. They're catching like they're catching yeah, parts the of, the part of it. This is literally in their white paper. Yeah, so though. this is right. ULA's drawing. Nobody has this. Is like this is MS something Paint. I would have drawn when I was like eight years old. And like yeah. you guys, it's and then we'll put a tank turret on it. <laughs> so it's. I mean, it's good that they're working on this too. But the problem is, this still doesn't save you as much money, and especially considering. United Launch Alliance costs more to send a rocket to space. They just yeah. they they don't build it on the cheap like SpaceX does. You're right. saving less. SpaceX right now is talking about if they can land right now. SpaceX charges about what it's like sixty or seventy million dollars for a, a cargo launch for uh, NASA. I'm not sure if that's right. Actually, it's somewhere in that range. Yeah, because ULA is up in like the for a rocket launch is in like the hundred range. So mm-hmm. yeah. say SpaceX is like sixty seventy million per launch. If they can recover that stage and reuse it, now we're talking about six million a launch. Yeah, right. it's like and it's like on that order of savings. That is so drastic. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Okay, um, so SpaceX is trying to land the rocket, and right, it's, they've, so they it's been hard. Right, but so I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, please. I feel like everybody just completely misread what I wrote. Well, but. we're gonna. I want to talk about that. Yeah, a little bit yeah later. that's another. Thing. Um, so. Why is it failing um, or not working? And then why is it not working out for them? But more importantly, I think, is like, why do we need to like demand more and demand that it start? Well, I think demand it, is demand the wrong word. Was, Am I think about it wrong. It was getting really close. Right. I mean, the, the reason I think a lot of eyes were on last week's launch was because this was their third time to do it. And right. the second time that they did it, like it got on that they, ship it was like it, was, it landed it I mean, landed it landed yeah. and like a, a like a thrust and well, it's like went, a thruster just kept going yeah um, basically it, it, was it just, gave it too much sideways motion it was like it, there otherwise, and then just went pew, yeah. and, then, and then exploded it's made wonderful gifts and vines right, right. <laughs> and great internet fodder wait so did we say what actually happened last week if, we if you're still, unfamiliar. yeah, we, we don't oh, know yet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, like for like, like the what actually? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Explain to us what happened. So, yeah. well, yeah, it's crazy <laughs> that it was only a week and a half ago. It feels yeah, like so a month. ago. I was actually yeah. on a plane, which was terrifying. <laughs> um, we were about to take off, and then I was watching on my phone, and yeah. So when it was up, it was about to, and I think it was right before stage separation, yeah. which is when the two parts of the rocket break apart. Right. Uh, it, the it, right way. Yeah. It just disintegrated, and it looks like it looks like some sort of oxygen tank or something in the top stage right. ruptured and it just caused explosions all the way down. And this was an Elon Musk SpaceX yeah, rocket. Yeah, on its way yes. up to resupply the International Space Station. Yes. Yeah. And it I was just, a pretty routine launch for them, too. Can, can you, Lauren, explain 
how the hell Elon Musk just has the ability and power to just make a thing and it's like I'm gonna resupply the ISS NASA like what's up oh they bid for it yeah that's no, how that they works did a, <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of work leading up and to it, this I mean <laughs> they've had they've had they have a contract happen. with NASA yeah. so this was their seventh resupply launch for the oh, ISS wow. right. no, so okay. they've done this okay. what he did is that. he went to NASA headquarters and just did donuts in his Tesla <laughs> until they came out like dude let me let launch your thing go ahead we don't care and and so it is. Is it a joint venture sort of thing between SpaceX and NASA? Who what, who is supplying the supplies inside the rocket? Microsoft. It's packed full of Lumia phones. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's exploded. Oh, um, that was a terrible. Thing so yeah, NASA. <laughs> no, it NASA. It's like a shipping company. It's like you're, you're paying. NASA's paying them to ship. Oh this wow! Out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and and it's it's a it had like science experiments from school kids in it and there were no yeah. humans on board yeah. there was oh, a really yeah. heartbreaking no there was a really heartbreaking story i read somewhere about like one of those school experiments where it was like they they had had their experiment originally on the orbital so orbital is another company that's been doing resupply missions uh to the space station and they had a rocket blow up on the launch pad in october oh, yeah. no. and the, that was another resupply mission and uh one of those supplies was uh this like I can't remember what the school it was, but mm-hmm. it was like these kids had this science experiment that was supposed to go up to the station and it blew up. And so, that, you know, there were all these stories written about a lot of those things that were lost, but it was, you know, these particular kids, it was like, oh, you know, you learn to lose, you, you get better, like <laughs> space, right, space right. makes you realize that like it's all a process and like this. And then they ended up sending their next version up on the no. on CRS 7 <laughs> and, it, and they were there for the launch and oh. so oh, that's where the rocket where the sometimes kids you sometimes lose you and just, you lose, you lose yeah. again. Well, the, and then the third time's a charm the real the real mm. heartbreaking part was and they were there oh, and God. they so so from the ground by the time the rocket actually exploded, it was so far up that it was like really kind of hard to see. Like from our computers and our phones, we had the benefit of a zoom lens. Yeah. But on the ground, it kind of looked, oh, that's just like the stage separation. It was just kind of a dot in the sky. And so they had turned around and started walking away, like <laughs> claps, high fives. Oh, they were like, no, we did it this time. It didn't no. blow up. And then they were getting people like tweeting and texting at them and like consoling them, being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe you lost this again. And they had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> had no idea. Oh. And then the, so it was like, wow. It was like an extra punch. That is so sad. Wow. Why doesn't NASA do their own resupply? <laughs> Politics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying what? that. <laughs> what? Well, okay, so the the main way that they resupplied the ISS for years was the space shuttle. And now that right. it's grounded, they really don't have a launch vehicle of their own. And the space yeah. shuttle cost a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. A lot. That, they money. put all their efforts into it. And so then basically Na- they've been using the Russians. So NASA is just like. Did, did NASA, so, na- like, the government will get, like, NASA can get enough money to, like, get SpaceX to send the stuff up, but they can't get enough money to develop their own rockets. Is (laughs) that the story? Uh, they have the money to develop their own rockets, but they're putting that effort into the space launch system right now. So they are uh, they are working on it, but okay. it takes time. Right. So when the space shuttle was retired, they didn't have anything like on the docket that was right. going to take its place right away. Yeah. So that was the main problem. Uh, and, and that's then, why they spent the last decade paying Russia for yeah. saying, you bring our supplies up to the space station, you bring our astronauts up to the space station, and it hasn't come cheap. It costs $70 million per yeah. seat to send an astronaut to a NASA astronaut to space with Russia, right. which is part of why SpaceX and all these other private companies are lobbying to and, and why NASA set up a commercial program, uh, a crew program, to get these private companies to 
bring these astronauts to space for them instead of paying Russia $70 million ahead uh, going forward. But that's not going to happen until about 2017. But yeah. we did learn today that oh, we, yeah. we now we know the first four astronauts who are going to test out those. So right, it's SpaceX and Boeing are the two companies that got awarded that contract uh-huh. uh, last fall. Was it really that yeah, long ago Yeah, it was in September, already? yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're currently working on remodeling versions of spacecraft they've already done uh, so that they can fit crew in there. And in 2017, they'll be the ones launching uh, astronaut NASA astronauts to the space station. But it is slightly terrifying because a modified version of the rocket that blew up yeah. will be taking humans. Well, yeah. but they just got to figure out what caused it to blow yeah, but up. We still haven't heard what the... The causes, yeah. So, have you read the Musk biography? Yeah. No, I haven't. So they like they they went into like the you know a lot of about SpaceX and a lot of like everybody from NASA was just horrified at how fast they they went and how quickly they yeah. like bought off the shelf components and you know they just they they didn't sit around to like do triple testing and fi- figure out that there's three different redundancies for every single system. They're just like, nope, right. we made a rocket, put it up in space. Yeah, I mean that's a little bit of a simplification, but that's that but was no, basically. The, I mean, yeah. Yeah, right? I can Especially tell you from the- some inside sources that it's it's you know some people are big fans of Musk at NASA. And oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm but sure. they had all, yeah, yeah. especially in the early days they had a lot of pushback. I mean, Neil Armstrong, the first person to ever walk on the moon, testified saying that NASA. It, shouldn't be awarding them this contract that right. they yeah. were doing these things so fast and so unchecked that it was a mistake to do this because eventually lives were going to be in their hands. And it, I mean, Sam just sent me this link the other day. It's the, the 60 minutes interview with Musk from like four or five years ago before they had even done the first crew, uh, excuse me, cargo launch. And, uh, I can't remember the 60 minutes interviewer, but he's asking Elon Musk oh. what it felt for like to see Neil Armstrong slam SpaceX in front of Congress and Musk was in tears. Like he was right. just uh, like, so like Dieter, Dieter, Dieter says he wasn't in tears. So he says I he don't was, think he was, he was, well, he was watery eyes. <laughs> eyes and some people he have got shiny, he got shiny eyeballs. I think, I think Elon Musk just has shiny eyeballs. He's under, he's, he's he's under a lot of stress all the time. I would imagine. And I think most of that interview was that, but after that question, you can see it working. Shiny through. eyeballs, man. Right, I'm saying he's, he's got different emotions than you and I do. So, so my big conspiracy theory. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Here <laughs> no. we go. Which my, one? My big conspiracy theory. It's actually down. No, 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 no. There is. Yeah, that was the best. There is a conspiracy theory out there that ULA, because it's competing with SpaceX, used a laser to blow up the rocket. <laughs> right. Uh, because you know it would help their competition. I, right. That's not what I think. I, I, it's much more mundane than that. Um, but in the biography biography of Musk, uh, we found out that. Uh, SpaceX often tests things on its rockets that it's not telling anybody about um, either things that they're eventually going to put into the rocket, like systems that they just haven't really mm-hmm. developed yet that mm-hmm. they just want to test in, in situation, uh, or they'll test the way that the government does it. Like say they do something different with the separation. They'll test, they'll do theirs, but they'll also test the government's version, NASA's version of that in the same launch. They won't tell anybody about it. And then when they go to the government to tell them like, Oh, here's how cheaply we can do this thing. Also, like we we actually tested it and we know that it works better. They do it that way. And so so my theory is you look at the, the footage of the explosion, it looks like the dragon capsule actually got away. Uh, yeah, that had all the I cargo and stuff so. in it. It looks like it does. And it also looks like there are little booster uh, fires. I don't, so I don't believe this. They're at not all. supposed to have a way right now. Uh, they're working on a way to move uh-huh. the capsule away from the explosion. Uh-huh. 
to protect the crew because uh-huh. they, they, NASA's requiring them to build a system like that for the commercial crew program. Uh-huh. Um, and we saw them test that on a launch pad a couple months ago in that like really cool little Man. video where they like blew the, the dragon capsule out into I'm gonna, the water. I'm going to say your email address right now on the Verge <laughs> cast and tell people to direct their counter conspiracy theories. I just, I just think the dragon made it away. I don't think the capsule survived mm. or anything. Cause I don't think it had a parachute. Mm. No one saw it come down, but oh, like, man. I don't Lord's think gonna I burn you to the ground. <laughs> no, we've been talking about yeah. this. I mean, we uh, were talking I about just, it that all I week. Just, I mean, yeah. No. I think the, I think they got. I think the capsule got away from the explosion. <laughs> I just don't. That know. is the hardest. Like no, like you're totally wrong. I've ever. Heard. I just. They I would just test that no. on a NASA launch. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, but it's not a test. It's like they. Yeah, just, but they wouldn't test like some fringe new. Like, but they leave the system on. I mean, they're already something that would jeopardize the mission. Like, like that. the pad abort worked. Yeah, it was a little bit inaccurate but it worked so like all you have to do is like build it and if like a rocket explodes silver lining we tested the you know in-flight abort and right. now we have some data for the actual test they're not going to use it <laughs> Man, to like you so, really want this thing to be true don't it you looks, look at the footage so bad. look at the footage it looks like the dragon <laughs> got away the <laughs> all right one more space thing yeah oh, wait i can't end i can't end this on your conspiracy theory yeah sorry That's, gopro no no i want to talk about pluto Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm going to be in Maryland next week for that. Yeah. That once used to be a planet, but not anymore. Right. right. Oh, talking about problems. <laughs> Pluto almost had it, or the New Horizons thing almost had a big problem. What oh, happened? yeah. So yeah. New Horizons spacecraft was yeah. launched nine years ago. Yeah. yeah. To go explore. Nine. Was Pluto? No, Pluto wasn't a planet by then. Uh, to go explore. Oh, was it, was, the, yeah, it was still a planet. The, I think it was still a planet. The New yeah. York Times wrote its article about the decision in the Hayden Planetarium to remove it from a planet in like 2001. Oh, wow. I, it might, it might've really picked up the press like nine years ago. Man, I'm like super that, old. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Okay. Um, <laughs> I remember regard- when Pluto was a planet. Uh, <laughs> when I was a boy, regardless, I walked uphill to Pluto. Pluto is ways. like one of the last major bodies that we know about at the edge of the solar system. And uh-huh. so new horizon spacecraft was launched nine years ago to get there. And it yeah. takes a long time to get there. So it's just getting there next week. And, a couple million miles out yeah. a couple days ago on Saturday on July yeah, 4th. on the 4th of July <laughs> it like it, had a glitch and just like it just shut, shut down, down. <laughs> pieced out and which it, is which is supposed to do oh, right, right yeah so what happened was it was it was like handling two big like operations to gear up for the flyby that's coming up and apparently it was just like oh too much to handle and then it switched to its backup computer and yeah. like sent went backward to nasa like help me oh so it's, it's just like me <laughs> just like nope i'm just gonna sit here for a minute i'm not gonna do what i'm supposed to do it like had too many tabs open yeah in the browser, yeah, yeah. it's like nope new nope. horizon spacecraft uh, just had too many tabs one. open and chrome yeah, just went crashed. just went nope <laughs> And then the next day, NASA reopened Chrome, and it said, do you want to restore all your tabs? And they did, and, and we're did, fine. And, then, yeah. and yeah. now we're going to go to Pluto. Okay. But it freaked out NASA, because to get a signal to New Horizons right now, it takes four and a half hours. Yeah. So, oh. so nine round trips. So about how long it takes for me to start Chrome on my desktop. <laughs> yes. About the same. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully it's not draining New Horizons battery. Right. It's nuclear, so I don't it's gonna take <laughs> yeah. a while. If, if anything could do it, it's chrome. <laughs> so we're gonna we're how how close are we gonna get to Pluto? How like how good an image are we gonna get of this this? Oh, I can't planet? I mean we're gonna get object. as we're gonna get as good an image as we have of any other major celestial body in right. our solar system. I'm careful yeah. not to say planet. It's basically the Pluto system. Mm-hmm. It's and flying also, by though. It's not getting into orbit. So yeah. we're gonna have like one day of wow. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of other spacecraft we send out to these other planets 
uh, you know, actually orbit and stick around. Um, we have Cassini's been orbiting Saturn and its various moons for years and Don, now. Don is at Ceres in the asteroid belt, right? Yeah, now. yeah. So, so this is just going to keep going because there's a lot of stuff past Pluto. The, uh-huh. Part of the reason why Pluto Pluto was demoted as a planet was because it's very similar to a whole hundreds and hundreds rocks, of yeah. other big rocks out past like where sort of the light really right. gets to visibly and. Uh, it, so New Horizons is going to go past that and explore a lot more of those. But oh, Pluto, so, but it's going to ha- hang out in that belt. It's not going to go like rendezvous with Voyager and like it's, no, it's going to keep, like, keep, keep going. Out there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to keep. I think there's okay. another rock it's going to. Yeah, it's got some other I can't named name. like asteroids basically right yeah. out there in the Kuiper Belt. But it's I, I will say this like Pluto. A lot of those other big objects. There are some that are as big, and maybe even bigger. Uh, than Pluto, past Pluto. Right. But those are all typically like, you know, kind of potato shaped. They're like a little lopsided. Yeah. They're not as form. What do you got against potato shape? No, it's fine. <laughs> no, but Pluto looks and is made up a lot like planets, but it's also a lot like the moons that are in our solar system, which is why it's sort of yeah. in this like sub, this dwarf planet t- territory. But Pluto's pretty cool. Like it's, it has its own moon, even though it's so small, right. yeah, but the, they rotate around each other. They rotate around a center of mass. Oh. So instead of the moon which, rotating around, which technically all things do, oh uh, even the earth and the sun, it's not like we just orbit around the sun. There's like right. a tiny little bit uh, off the center of the sun, right. we both orbit that point. But it's much more drastic with Pluto. You right, can like yeah. see them like rotating around this like invisible point. Yeah. So we're we're getting all these pictures back from New Horizons, but we're going to get a really high resolution one, uh, like main image of the planet for the first the, the planetary system, the Pluto system. There we go uh, for the first time, and it's also got a, a camera called LORI L O R R I that's going to scan on the level of like a hundred meters. Uh, or a resolution of maybe like a meter per pixel or something like that. Okay. Uh, and like in hundred meter blocks and scan the whole, uh, all of Pluto and then wow. make like a really high resolution map of it. So I can 3d print Pluto after this. Basically. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. That's the main goal of sending it up. But I mean, yeah. it's going mean, to be that's the point and then I could <laughs> sell it the point and then we, we get profit print it. and there, therefore we should go to space. Yeah. Yes. The main profit of space travel is 3d printing, 3D printing Pluto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, all I can definitely say is that we are, we are going to hear the Pluto is a planet like truthers oh a lot after next week. When, when we see, cause it already looks like really impressive. I, well, the, from not from scientists. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, the people who have been bummed that Pluto isn't a planet, it's going to be like, yeah, it's going to be endless. Starting so much. I didn't have that much of a connection to Pluto until it was gone. I guess we make really weird attachments to things in space, whether it's robots or, <laughs> we, we or do rocks. have, uh, you know, a couple, two, 3000 years of like nine planets yeah. and like, it, it messed up that mnemonic mythology. device yeah. that I used for it. Yeah, my yeah. very educated mother just served us nine. <laughs> just served us, just, just, just served, served us noodles. Noodles, How about that? <laughs> noodles. Yeah, but someone made the point. She's still serving us something. It's it's not good. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. We need to get her to like just saved us nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she shouldn't just have to serve. Yeah. Served us. Well, we'll no, come up. We'll come up with it later. Right. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's cool. It's really cool though because this is the last like major th- thing in our solar system that we haven't visited. Yeah, so we're gonna have like really good understanding of everything after this until right. Europa. Well, oh, yeah. Man. Well, we've like imaged it and measured it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I mean, we want to really swing it back to Mars. There are arguments to be made that like as much as people are pushing NASA and and everybody are pushing to go to Mars, there are other places in the solar system that it'd be better to look for life yeah, and maybe even better to actually live 
I'm pretty convinced that Europa is full of killer aliens. <laughs> I mean, did yeah. you see that movie Europa yeah. Report? Oh uh, my god, I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm just, for a, for like a B movie horror movie, it was so good <laughs> that they shot on like no budget. It was yeah. actually really good. Yeah, yeah. But I I would love to. It was just like there are so many there are so many other octopuses. planetary bodies that we know have like wells of actual liquid water. Like Europa yeah. and Ganymede has an ocean under it now. Yeah, that's or what's so cool. That. It's like mean, yeah. there's water throughout our solar system. And they yeah. just never thought that would be possible before. And so now it's kind of changing the idea that, you know, so when we search for alien life, we mm-hmm. look for uh, planets in these places called habitable zones, which mm-hmm. is basically where they orbit around a star where water can be liquid. Right. Um, but now it's kind of changing the definition of, definition of what a habitable zone is because these planets in our solar system are so far out from the sun and yet liquid water can still exist out there. And yeah. that's pretty right. like, that means that maybe life is much more prolific than we thought when we started exploring the solar system decades ago we didn't think that water was that we thought it was like life we thought it was really hard to find right. and it's like everywhere we turn now it's water. we find water yeah it's really crazy water it's just so hot right now <laughs> yeah yeah big year for water <laughs> lauren hype check water life sustenance <laughs> lauren would you two questions for you specifically you uh, <laughs> specifically me yes wow um, <laughs> a would you go to space? Of course. Okay. And B, do you believe in aliens? Do you believe that aliens exist? Yeah. Cool. That's it. <laughs> I mean, have, I'm with you. No, have I'm you with seen you. Have you seen Contact? No. Oh, oh. such a good. Movie. I've seen Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> so Independence Day is like Contact, but with more cigars. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's actually exactly the same movie. <laughs> yeah. There's this great line in Contact that uh, uh, Ellie says, and she's like, "If it's just us, then it's." such a waste of space and i totally agree with is that. that a space pun uh, mm. it can be do you want it to be <laughs> i don't think so um how about you guys did I you guess, hey, oh. did, you haven't hype checked pluto yet what is pluto it's like what? a little <laughs> turd at the end of the solar system <laughs> oh wow <laughs> harsh can oh I my say, god pluto, pluto just is wait tiny. can i quote you in that <laughs> next sam week? you're gonna get so much hate now <laughs> there's a reason why i got demoted Wow. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, well, I mean, Pluto deserved it. Like, I'm okay, gonna tweet that. Okay, Pluto deserved. <laughs> does Does anyone know about our other planets' moons? Like, it, you know, there, there's there's some Europa. other stuff. There's, yeah. right, there's yeah, some Europa. other. Yeah, but there's some other stuff in our solar system that I don't think gets enough credit. What do you think would generate more hate? Pluto is. Pluto deserved it. Or space is hard. I'm tweeting. There's <laughs> a reason it got demoted. Right Sam Shane. Um, no, right. I would Wait, go, I would go to space. Yes. And there's there's definitely life out there somewhere. It, it there's definitely not very complex life out there somewhere. Okay. Uh, fair. And, and we don't there's know that. and no there, I I think there definitely is. <laughs> and I also think somewhere there's complex life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just too many there's that universe is infinite, of, yeah, guys. Yeah, I know How could we possibly think, think really? it's I just I really want to know what you think. Uh I would go to space although I would need a good reason. Like would yeah. you like go in a virgin galactic? Yeah, yeah, like I would, I would, I would go no. be a space tourist. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that's another discussion. I go be a yeah. space <laughs> tourist. Be ISS. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not saying, Dieter, would you strap in and go to Mars? But like, you no, would, I you would, would go but like, like, I like straight up, like Mars doesn't need me. <laughs> it needs moms. It does not need me. Um, True. Yeah. Um, I am less positive that there's complex life. Complex is tough, but like yeah. I don't know. It's the numbers game is just even if you even with the, the Fermi paradox, the numbers game is just too good yeah. yeah especially if you believe that 
Okay, I'll say universe this. Doesn't I, end. I think it, I like I am <laughs> yeah. I am more confident that there's complex life out there than I am that we will ever in the in until encounter. mankind and the earth dies that we will ever encounter it. I've seen UFOs. I have. <sighs> and I'm going to sound insane. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. I've seen yeah. UFOs. Uh-huh. Okay, I mean so what what just... I what I perceive to be UFOs. Uh-huh. If you don't know what it is, then, then yeah. I mean, look, it could be government testing their aircrafts, whatever. But let me just paint this picture. All right. I was maybe <laughs> eight years old. Okay. And oh, boy. Oh. I was living in Central Jersey, a different different. Eight-year-old in Central Jersey. A tiny reliable <laughs> witness. Tiny little Hey, hey, hold on. Okay. And I was with my father and my older brother, Mike, in yep. my backyard. Both good and, guys. And over over the distance, like as far as we could see in the distance. Oh, so it was, there, it was really far. There were there were three. Okay triangles in a in a triangular formation and i shit you not you can ask my brother and uh-huh. my dad and then you my, know meg fighter looks like maybe those russians because meg fighters mm. kind of but in the, middle, in the middle of new jersey and yeah. they were just they were just sort of hovering in a triangle formation three triangles in a triangle formation uh-huh. just sort of hovering over in the distance and what'd you do about it and then my dad got his video camera out and we zoomed in and it, they that's how we were able to tell that they were the individual things were were triangles where's this video uh somewhere deep deep in, in a basement somewhere was it was it not confiscated yeah, we by gotta, the government we gotta, unearth the... we gotta see this oh, video yeah, it's probably gone you gotta you gotta bring this video yeah. in. i want to see it have you guys never seen something that where you were like what the hell is sure. that thing yeah of course i have and then yeah. i realized oh wait i'm 12 i don't know <laughs> what i'm doing not in the sky, though. It was a kite. Well, no, I take that back. <laughs> Three kites. <laughs> I did if something had the technology did they, did to they get zoom here, off? did they land? They <laughs> did they so it was, in a, it was in a development. It was in a development, and they went too far. Like we couldn't see over the horizon. horizon. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. Oh, they knew that you were watching. Basically, well, yeah. yeah. If we had the tech, or if they, somebody had the so technology, so why do you to think they here, wanted to go to New Jersey? They would definitely come see Sam first. I, I don't know. Peter. <laughs> yeah, they I wanted to buy know. Sam's like, Nikes. Okay, who do we need to? We need to talk to this guy, Sam. Yeah, that's like. Look, all I'm saying is that there are probably aliens out there. There are definitely aliens. Yeah, out we're there. just never going to talk to them. Yeah. I don't. I mean, how, how can you predict that? Though? I can. I can totally predict. Do you know, NASA, NASA, right. NASA thinks we're going to encounter aliens soon too. They, they, the, uh, I can't remember who it was, but one of the NASA administrators are like, we're going to like find aliens in the next 10 years. Dieter, do you think it's more, I think we'll find life. which is, I don't know how you call that. Yeah. 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 I mean, is it, is last <laughs> we're, question, we last, last crazy space question. All right. Is it more plausible? Where have you been the entire podcast? <laughs> the, the last five minutes like, oh yeah, here I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm he in was, it now. He was really bummed that Becky took his the seat. Hype, the hype woke up. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it more plausible that in some fourth dimension no. there is... <laughs> There, like the Star Wars universe exists, or that we're gonna, um, like you know, come in contact with aliens. What do you think is more plausible? Oh God! Wait, the same question. Yeah. yeah wait. wait. Is it though? So yeah. that the entire Star Trek universe exists in another dimension, mm-hmm. or that we're gonna just encounter like aliens, like in the. Oh, sense it's way of more an likely alien. that we'd encounter aliens than yeah. that the precise <laughs> replica of the Star Wars universe exists. Although, oh, although, although <laughs> actually, if you do properly believe in the multiverse, yes. it's actually the opposite. Because if the if there are infinite universes out there, then one of them, by definition, has would have to, to match the have Star Wars universe. Yeah. But and then in also, our universe, it seems like it's way less likely than a certainty that we're going to hear from aliens. No, but therefore, therefore. Therefore, Star Wars exists 
out there for sure, but we're never going to talk to aliens. No, 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 no. That's 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 not correct. (laughs) If you believe in the theory of the multiverse, then every single possible universe exists, and that means a universe exists in which we would come in contact with aliens. But that's not us. That's us. That's a different universe. It could be us. Mic drop in the form of a laptop. All right. Now that you close your laptop, why don't um, actually before do you have to do the money thing before you get to to uh, socialize? I want to look. To the camera that podcast listeners can't hear, and I want to say oh. uh, one thing. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Verge is hiring. Verge.com oh. slash jobs. Yeah. Do you want to come sit in these seats with us? We are hiring a reporter out on the West Coast in San Francisco. Uh, we are hiring... Transportation. Transportation. Man, car reviewer, car reporters. So many things. Uh, a video. lot of things. ton of video stuff. So check it out. Verge.com slash jobs. Um, every level, actually, from like... Entry level first, you know, green reporter all the way up to grizzled video veteran director and car reviewer. So, like, come, come, apply, sit here, send us an email with what you think of us. Yeah, don't talk about aliens. And the video team in our forums right now, which are fun and a cool place to hang out and comment on things. Um, convincing <laughs> no it's true they are it's fun I've had um, fun in the forums last couple of you've been Sean's been posting like what's your favorite thing to read I, I, I apologize to Rusty Foster because I basically just ripped off today in yeah, tabs yeah, yeah. but um, I, it's it's cool because it's just a handful of people that kind of check it every day and that's all I really wanted I just yeah, you build a like, small I, community yeah when if I'm away from Twitter I want to see the stuff that I didn't get to yeah. like store myself to right. read later but the video team is doing a and a in the forums right now in the lens in our photography and camera forums uh, and you should go there and ask questions and they will tell you which cameras they use and they will not tell you what music we use because that's just that question gets tired. Okay, Sam, socialist. Um, well, if you enjoyed this podcast, you should probably go on iTunes and rate it probably five stars because five stars is better than four. And tell us, tell us uh, I mean, we if you think about we'll aliens. see aliens. Yeah, yeah. tell <laughs> us if you think we'll see aliens. Um, and also, just like the Star Wars universe, be for bust that for me, please. Um, you should Wait, also. I thought it was Star Trek. No, Star don't, Wars. Don't even. Okay. Um, you should also Sorry. you should also Lauren, find <laughs> our other podcasts. Uh, one of our podcasts is called What's Tech, and it's hosted by the wonderful Chris Plant, and that explains technology, various forms of technology in layman's terms. It is a great show. You should definitely listen. And we have another new podcast called Verge ESP that is available on iTunes as well. That is hosted by Emily Oshida and Liz Lapato. It is dope also. Check it out and rate it five stars because you're already there. Please go listen to ESP because I, I want Emily and Lopato's uh, chemistry to just like win everybody over and yes. end up end up where it needs to be, which is a buddy cop movie. Because it's, it's so good. I like that. They're so much fun together. Yeah. Um, and then for the social window that I'm going to yeah, make you're you like way, way out of it. Um, Hurry up. We're at Comic-Con right now. If you're listening to this podcast in the you know next few days, Comic-Con is happening in San Diego. We've got a bunch of reporters out there. We're doing video and reporting, and lots of things are going to happen there. So follow us on Snapchat. We are The Real Verge on Snapchat. Uh, we have a story up today. Brian has taken over the account, and then you get to see Batman's costume and a whole bunch of other great things. Uh, you should also add us on Periscope. If you use Periscope, just add the... Uh, no, it's not The Verge. It's just at Verge. Um, I Periscope today. Chris Ziegler is riding around in a McLaren this weekend, um, and you can hear that engine roar on Periscope within the next 20 hours. Um, and 
Instagram.com slash Verge. If you just don't, always sneak if you, the extra one if in, if you don't, don't you? if you don't follow <laughs> us there already, I know you. Use, if you're using this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't use Instagram, please send me an email to Sam at the Verge.com and explain to me your life. But you should follow Verge on Instagram. <laughs> we are Instagram.com slash Verge. Right. Uh, <laughs> explain uh, to me it. your life. And Dieter, right. that's it. We that's will be back next week. We're going to talk about Comic Con. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. But until then, you should follow us on Twitter. We are. Verge. Verge. I am Backlon. Lauren is Lauren Grush, L O R E N. Sean O'Kane is S O K A N E 1. Yeah. Easy. And Sam Sheffer is Sam Sheffer. Thanks for watching and/or listening. Bye. Hashtag Bach.